three. Hey, welcome to Faith Marketplace, where we uh, interview uh, individuals and entrepreneurs and small business owners with resources plus community to make a kingdom impact to glorify our mighty God while gaining inspiration from marketplace leaders. And boy, I'll tell you, we got a great one today, but you're going to have to wait a minute. Again, I'm Bob Lambert, the host of Faith Marketplace and the founding partner of the Samurai Business Group. At Samurai, we offer entrepreneurs, individuals, and small mid-market companies and their teams advanced business development and sales skills. Most of our clients have reported that they've doubled or tripled their top-line revenue within 12 to 18 months. At Samurai, we say we put the win back in your sales. And I am so thrilled because, um, again, this is a our new four, uh, podcast, and uh, it's going to get better, folks, believe me. Uh, I have a, an assistant now that is helping us out. Her name is Olivia. She's in the background right now, but she's working diligently at getting this thing in, into a whole different world. And uh, we're very grateful that uh, that's answered prayers, okay? Um, but we've also been on here for a decade now. So I would like to encourage you to get out there and uh, check out our website, faithmarketplace.com. And on there, a couple things. We have all the podcasts up there for about four or five, well, probably almost eight years. And there's a little donate button up there. And that's how this ministry runs, is uh, through the provision of folks like you that are listeners and you like what we're doing. Uh, we'd appreciate anything that you could think of to do for us. That'd be great. Well, I have the privilege and the honor today to, in, to introduce you to my guest. And his name is Dave Garrett. Dave is, the company is The Word Online, okay? And, and this is an interesting venture that Dave has been doing and some other things that he's doing. He's right here in Chicago, good old Chicago boy. So Dave, welcome. Thank you so much, Bob. Well, listen, I like to start out because I think this is kind of telling oftentimes is uh, you shared with me uh, a, a life quote or verse. So would you share that with the audience and what, why is that important to you? Yes, sure, Bob. I think it's at the heart of what God wants for us, and it's from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, and it says, the phrase that I think is so vital, Paul says, we make it our goal to please him. Mm. Well, isn't that what we want? Don't we want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant? A lot of people have goals. They set out uh, New Year's goals and Monthly goals, I've certainly set many, many goals over the years, but we need an overarching goal for our lives, don't we? And yep. what more important goal to have fixed in our minds and our hearts, my goal is to please him. What a great thing to think about at the end of the day, to look over my shoulder as I so often do, so to speak, at the end of the day, and how did I do? Yeah. Did I? please him in my conversations, in my relationships, in my work. We make it our goal to please him. Boy, well said, buddy. And that you're absolutely right, because uh, and the end game is, right, we're leaving this all behind. So yes. what is there? <laughs> you know, and to your point, it's well done, good and faithful servant. Now, I add a little bit at the end of that. And that is, look what you brought me. And I'll have no clue to that, <laughs> you know. Mm. Uh, and again, because the question is, what am I doing with my gifts and my talents, right? Yes. So just pleasing him. And it's tough. This is easier said than done. Would you agree, Dave? Oh, my goodness, yes. Yeah. 
I, uh, I know that I struggle with it and I don't get it right very often, but I, I think there's times when I do, and hopefully I'm putting a smile on the good Lord's face, you know, that, Hey, Bob finally got it. You know, the other thing yeah. too, is, um, what I want to share with the audience here also is, um, what are the takeaways you want to have them uh, out of our interview today? really want people to be able to discover the vision that God has for them, mm. but also to help people become faithful in the most life-changing daily practice. If we could accomplish wow. those two things, Bob, today, that would be huge. <laughs> well, I can tell you that it's going to happen because uh, you've got this down pretty good and you got a great compelling message for people. So, uh, Dave, did you come out of Bouncing Baby Christian Boy? <laughs> I was a prodigal. Oh my goodness. I broke my parents' heart being a, a wayward uh, one in my high school years. Okay. And then God broke my heart and broke mm. me down to my knees in a pile of autumn leaves in the fall of 1976. I was going to a little community college in Battle Creek and uh, was trying to figure out the hole in my soul, Bob. I was studying mm. psychology and philosophy and desperately longing to find fullness of life. And yet I knew also that I was in direct rebellion to God. And an wow. older sister was praying and weeping for my lost soul. And I said to her, Bob, I, I told her, I'll come to God when I'm good and ready. Well, you oh, and boy. I both know that we're never going to become good <laughs> and ready. And so God was the one that intervened and and showed me like holding up a mirror on that fall day. How could I hate my sister, which I did? How could I hate someone that loved me and mm. loved God? And it was indeed like looking into a mirror of my soul and seeing how wicked and how fallen and how wrong the one that thought he was so cool was so, so deplorable. And I hit my knees, Bob, in that pile of autumn leaves and it was no fancy prayer, that's for sure. But God inclines his heart to the prayer of the broken and contrite heart. And I was broken. Mm. And Bob, let me tell you, I was long haired, hippie freak, pot smoking kid, 18 years of age. But I, I got up a new man. I got up a different person. It was a mini wow. soul versus experience for me without the bright light and such but oh my goodness um i had a love for my sister she became my best friend she gave me a living bible for christmas that year and i wow. read through the new testament with highlighter in my hand and i was being discipled by the lord so to speak it was transformative and and by the end of that school year i, I wanted to go to a bible college I, I went for what I thought was just going to be one year, and uh, maybe I'm a slow learner. It took four years, but I got a BA in Bible and Theology, and I came to Chicago as a missionary to inner city teens with inner city impact. Uh, wow. Back in 81 through 88, I served there, um, and during that time, one of the Moody Bible Institute students that had his practical Christian ministry assignment was a, a, a young man by the name of Mark Job. And he's now the president of Moody Bible Institute. How about that? Wow. Uh, so we became friends and uh, he later invited me on staff with a small little church that he was leading uh, down in back at the yards. And so he had started the summer of 86. I came on two years later and served for a dozen years there. 
Oh my goodness. Uh, I was leading young adults and one of the young adults, Pastor Mark led to the Lord, a gal by the name of Diane. And I realized Bob after a while, she's going to need lifetime discipleship. So I married her. <laughs> and so uh, 31 <laughs> years story. later, we've got three uh, young adult children. Our two oldest gals, they're married. Our, our, our son, not yet. But uh, that's that's kind of my life in a nutshell. Oh, I, I've got a lot more than I can say about how I ended up into uh, leading the ministry. I have, but I, I better come up for air and let you speak. Yeah, well, that you know, Dave. Uh, again, I want our audience to get it, you know, because not everybody walks this garden path, you know, and yes. and some of the things that the very profound things, just like your story, uh, it mirrors my story. Uh, mm -hmm. Only I didn't get it as quick as you did. You know, it took me thirty six years wandering around the desert to figure it out. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it uh, it resonates with me because uh, when that happens to you, your life is transform transformed. There's no question right. about it. I'm a whole different guy. Um, and people, you know, in my old, you know, in back in my days, uh, if they would see now that I'm doing, a, you know, a faith-based podcast or program like you, they'd, they'd be rolling over laughing. they go, you got to be kidding me, you know? Right. But yeah. uh, God has a strange and mysterious ways once, and he pursued me, buddy. I got to tell you, I was a pretty mm -hmm. hard case. Uh, you got it a lot sooner than I did. And that's fabulous. You know, now, did you ever have, obviously you did a ministry work, but did you have any predilection to be a pastor or do anything like that? <laughs> uh, when I was going to that community college, I was living with my, my grandpa. He was an old codger, not a Christian. And, uh, still with my long locks at that time, I, I was so excited about what God had done in my life. I, I started trying to witness to him best I could. And, and Bob in frustration one time, he said, you're going to be a, a minister one day. I thought, huh, me? <laughs> Never, ever crossed my mind. God works okay. in the mysterious ways, doesn't he? Yeah, he sure does. So I love that story about you and Barbara. That is, that is great. You figured you had to disciple her, huh? Uh, oh, my wife, Diane. Yes, indeed. Or Diane, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is a great story. Now, was she going to, was she at Moody at the time or where was oh, she? Oh, no, no, no. She, she uh, was and is a school teacher. So she, okay. For a All dozen right. years uh, in um, Englewood. Okay. And so she was a missionary in her own right. But yeah, she yeah. Was, started attending uh, New Life Community Church where uh, Pastor Mark and myself both, both served. And, okay. Uh, sister invited her and she, pastor mark led her to the lord yes that wow way back that's in great september 3rd 1989 is her birthday spiritual birthday okay that's great so uh how long have you been in wedded bliss 31 years yeah. oh god bless you god now bless you, i have Dave. a joke on that one um, okay sure both had agree that our first nine months of marriage were so difficult. And so, so it's, someone asked her, her one time, like, or commended her, it's like, hey, happy wedding anniversary. And Diane at the time, let's just say it goes back 10 years. She goes, yeah, nine happy years of being married. And her friend said, I thought you've been married 10 years. And she says, nine years happily married. <laughs> I'm not to it. say that we've not had difficulties along the yeah. way. But boy, those first nine months were really, really difficult. <laughs> okay. But hey, listen, folks, I'm proud to welcome Inbound Studio as our sponsor of Faith Marketplace. They have generously provided 
their talent and expertise to develop and maintain the Faith Marketplace website, please get out there and check it out. Marshall Mullet, the owner, has a mission to help small and mid-sized businesses be more effective and efficient in getting results from their marketing technology. With his vast experience, Inbound Studio builds websites using inbound marketing methodology that provides a beautiful visitor experience that has them coming back for more. So get out there and check it out. As a result, the company has evolved into being the premier provider of web technology services in the Midwest, and now they've added podcasting. Okay, so we're excited about that. So I encourage you to go out and check it out, inboundstudio.studio, inboundstudio.studio. We're going to be right back with my guest, Dave Garrett. Okay, here we go. We're back here with my special guest, Dave Garrett. Uh, he is the founder of The Word Online. That's The Word Dot Online. And Dave, I, I'm, I'm just curious. Uh, you were with a church up to what time now? Year 2000, New Life Community Church from 1988, year 2000. Oh. Okay. So that was a nice long run you had there. Yes. Yeah. So what'd you do after that? Yeah. I got a master's degree in biblical counseling. I started an, uh, an uh, basically a in-home counseling practice, but Bob, it just never grew. My wife lovingly left the classifieds on my office desk one morning. Please get a real job that beats a family. <laughs> oh, Bob, I looked through the classifieds and it was so depressing. There are so many things that this guy with a degree in counseling and Bible just is not qualified for, but I saw one uh, no experience necessary. We'll train for in-home sales of windows and doors. So I did that in order to feed the family and did that for 13 years. Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Now, if only did you know about samurai. You could have really helped me. <laughs> yeah. I, we've, I've had a client that was in that business too. And so, yeah, it's a tough one. That's tabletop selling right there, buddy. doesn't get any more intimate than that. But did you see that also as an opportunity to uh, to be uh, for ministry to people when you were in oh, their houses? I and talking to them? Yeah, I had a pastor friend that he asked me what I was doing at that time. And I said, I'm doing door to door outreach, cleverly disguised as a salesman. <laughs> that is great, man. Yeah, you know, uh, God opened one door for you there, and you you uh, very cleverly did utilize that as a uh, ministry, you know, yeah. a door to door ministry, without yeah. uh, without them slamming the door in your face. Well, uh, you know, again, you were working with appointments, right, to go in That's and, right. and sell yeah. windows and doors. Yeah. Okay. That that is great. Now, how long did you do that? For thirteen years, and and then I've got a okay. story of transition yeah. to how I started the word online. May I share that? Yeah, sure. Okay, so I was with my friend, Pastor Mark Job. now Dr. Mm -hmm. Mark Job, president of Moody, but this goes back uh, over eight, nine years ago. He, was, uh, he had performed the wedding of, of a friend of ours, and uh, after reception, I was asking him about the book he was writing. It was called Unstuck, mm. and I felt stuck, Bob. Um, here, I had all this training in, in Bible and theology and counseling and I'm selling doors and windows. Not, nothing wrong with that, but I just didn't feel like I was really designed to do that for the rest of my days. And so I asked Pastor Mark, I said, hey, maybe you could help me get unstuck. And of mm -hmm. course, he's known me all those years and, and said, well, Dave, I've always known you to be one that had a, a heart for mentoring, for discipleship. As a matter of fact, if 
got a very successful retired businessman, he's a multimillionaire. He said, I'd, I'd like you to mentor him. The guy's name was, was Jack, Jack Rogers. And so Jack and I became good, good friends. And mm. uh, he just thanked me various times for being a good mentor in his life. But during that time, Bob, I started sharing with Jack uh, some ideas that I had that I thought would really help in mentoring people. Okay. And uh, the more I talked with him, the more I kind of got jazzed and stoked about it. And one day, Jack totally innocently said, hmm, when are you going to start that? Put <laughs> <laughs> oh, up or shut up, Dave. <laughs> and, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, my. So I really got busy working on an, an online strategy for mentoring it. And let me ask you and, and the audience, when we think about mentoring, a lot of good Christian uh, resources are out there, books and booklets and such. But the one downfall that I saw with all of them is that eventually you end those books and then it's kind of like, well, well, God bless you. Uh, see you in church. Uh, discipleship, yeah. mentoring shouldn't end. Uh, and we need a format where we can multiply the, the impact that we're having in this person. One of the, and so this idea of an online Bible study, because the, the word of God is the best mentor book yep. out there. We, we all agree yep. with that. Yep. The word of God applied to the child of God's heart will help them be, become a mature son and soldier of God. And right. so we want to get people daily into God's word. And one of the great lacks that so many people have is faithfulness in God's word and mm -hmm. a way of reading through it. A lot of times people will start the new year as like, I'm going to read through the Bible in a year, which is a great thing. I've certainly done right. that in the past. But you know, you talk to them a couple months later and how are you doing with that? It's like, well, I kind of died out in Leviticus. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So yep. I, I, we've, we've gone through the book of Leviticus and didn't lose, lose one person on, on the journey. We, we took the, the tour bus through it, uh, but it, okay. It, great format to help people work their way through entire books of the Bible. We have uh, an unaccredited uh, Academy of Biblical Studies. So every time a person completes our study through a Bible book, they get a, a course completion credit from the Academy of Biblical Studies. Uh, so great opportunity because they're, it's a blog, Bob. People then can pop on any time of the day or night, whatever it's convenient for them. They can mm -hmm. go through the same Bible study that their other teammates are in. Uh, mm -hmm. They have a women's team and a men's team. And then okay. they get encouragement from one another. Oh, how we need encouragement. Encourage one another daily, lest any be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin, we're told in Hebrews 3.13. We need encouragement. We need time in God's word. Bob, haven't you met people that when you ask them about their time in God's word, they, they get a little sheepish and uh, uh, maybe they say, well, you know, I, I've got this verse a day that I get on my phone. <laughs> right. Yep. That's not, that's worse than day, that, that's daily crumbs. That isn't even daily bread. And, and so <laughs> uh, the other problem I find a lot of people have what I call the drop and plop approach to Bible reading. They drop their mm -hmm. Bible and they plop their finger down wherever and that's where they read that day which is a terrible way, way to read any book let alone the right. bible so we help people walk their way through book after book old testament and new testament 
And I've had so many kind compliments, Bob. So many people have told me, this has helped me grow more than anything I've ever done in my life. I've heard yeah. that so Pastors that, have, that are a part of this ministry, this is really helping me. Yeah. So I'm assuming that your ideal target client are Christians or adults that want to really uh, get more out of the work and get disciplined yes. about it, have somebody that's guiding them through it so they can discuss it and understand it in real language, because sometimes it gets real difficult to understand what, what's being said here, right? Yes. we. And so are, with, with your background and everything, I'm assuming is that uh, mm -hmm. with this program, what it's set up to do is people to be successful uh, in uh, reading the Bible or tapping into the Bible or understanding the Bible. Is that exactly. what I'm hearing? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So I'm able to bring my knowledge of scripture and of course the, the incredible Bible scholars, commentaries that are on my shelf to unpack mm -hmm. that. My gift is teaching. That's my wiring. Uh, I'm mm -hmm. good at what I do. people say. So praise God for that. And I just keep it simple. But mm -hmm. boy, we can also go deep by keeping things just in, in simple language. Um, right. And people just thrive on it. So we take advantage because it's online. Oh, Bob, as you probably know, there are so many great resources and videos that summarize entire books of scripture. So when we start a new book, we'll bring in something from the Bible project and such that gives a beautiful overview of the book that we then dive into and work our way through. So yeah, yeah we always have a video. Every single blog always has a video. Some of them are downright funny. Others very mm -hmm. educational. It's yeah. just a great fellowship. And well, it's uh, a good way to communicate too. If it's entertaining, if it's a, it gets to a point, but it's a, a different metaphor, a different way of doing that, uh, that that sticks. You know, yes, uh, I run across that with my my business, my coaching and teaching, is mm. it's got to be relatable. You know, for people yes. to pick up on it. And we're very blessed is the fact that this is how human beings act. You know, this is how they buy, how and why they buy. So this isn't a foreign concept. This has been since the dawn of man. So we're very blessed with that. And I'm sure that's some of the things that you follow also. Hey, real quick, um, just a, a couple of quick stories of people that have come. You, you, spl you splashed on a little bit. But how do they how do they access this, Dave? And how frequently do you do this? Yes. So it's a Monday through Friday Bible study. Uh, okay. Get a high five award online award if they're in the Bible with us those five days a week. If they do it for an entire month, they get an unstoppable award next to their name mm. on the blog. And they can get to it by simply going to the word.online, not.com, the word.online. Okay. It'll take anyone that's interested right to our site. They can see uh, overview and, and video of what people have said about how it's helped them so much. So a okay. lot of great introductory material right there when they go to the word.online. Yeah, that, that's fabulous. Now, how long are those sessions, Dave? It usually takes about 15 minutes to 20 minutes uh, for a person to read through and then put their comments. So they, they always reply. We always want to reply to what we read and study in God's word. And then other people will encourage them as well. So it's a, it's a beautiful thing. So so there's no video audio or they're not a cohort where they're joining in and expressing themselves. It's basically through a blog or through online and just typing stuff in. It, it's a blog. So when they go okay. there and, and click on, they'll see that daily passage, whatever portion in scripture we're in at that time. They'll okay. Read through that. And then, like I said, there's the video in there. There's uh, at the bottom, there's the opportunity to put their own comment, their own reply to what they got out of God's word. Um, okay. Very 
Yeah, that's fabulous. So uh, get out there, folks, and check that out. The word dot online. Okay. And David's giving you a lot. And we're going to chew on some more things here in just a little bit because I've got, uh, we're going to take a brief pause and then we're going to be back with Dave. Uh, we also have a mystery subject coming up after this that we're going to chew on too. So uh, stay tuned. You can't leave because you ain't going to know what that mystery subject is we're going to talk about unless you're there for it. Okay. So we're going to be right back with my guest, Dave Garrett. He is the founder of the word online. Again, the word dot online. Go check it out. Go. Hey, we're back here with my guest, uh, Dave Garrett. Man, stumble on that a little bit. Uh, he is the founder of the word dot online, and we've talked a bit about that. And we're going to talk a lot more about it. So he's got some fabulous stories about what's happened with people. But first of all. Uh, Dave, is there a fee associated with this, or how do people get involved with this? Sure. This is how uh, I make my living. So, yes, there is a suggested donation of $7 a week, $30 a month. We've had people that could not afford that, one dear saint from India. Uh, but I've also had people that were on welfare that gave more than that. We we, wow. we joke, Bob, and say, hey, how much do you suppose you spend on soft drinks and coffee and snacks during the week? Um, right. if, if you can't afford $7 a week, uh, talk to me. We'll, we'll be happy to work with you. But most people give more than that, Bob. A, a number of people okay. give far more than that. And so I'm sure. very grateful yeah. for the, the teammates uh, that I have. Yeah. Here that are are you concerned a 501c3, Dave, or are you for profit? Uh, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. Okay. All right. Well, listen, let's get into some good storytelling here that you have, because obviously you know how to connect your faith and work. Okay. So why don't you share with the audience here um, a couple of things, like how do you incorporate this, you know, and, and not just in the study itself, but outside of that, you know, because, you know, it is your business. So it's incorporating that in and, you know, how do people connect with that? Um, and also, how do you inspire others, you know, through this word online? So yes. why don't you share a couple of stories with our audience? Sure. We started out actually, Bob, as a men's ministry. It was called M3, Multiplying Manly Men. Manly was an acronym for a man, a, a genuine man of God is mature in character, active in mentoring. He's noble in battle, loving in action and yoked to other men in Christ himself. Mm, that's <laughs> great. women wives were so impressed a number of them with how their husbands were growing from this that they were saying why why doesn't dave open this up to women it's like well it's called m3 is for men <laughs> but <laughs> i heard enough women uh, that were saying hey we, we'd like to be a part of this too that uh several years ago about over five years ago now we changed the name and opened it up to women. We changed it, of course, to the word dot online. So okay. wonderful, wonderful encouragement from both men and women that are a part of it. And again, we have men's team and then a women's team. Um, had people that say, I've, I've learned more in three months uh, than three years in church. Uh, mm. No offense to pastors, but we're able to cover books that a lot of pastors would ad admit. I, I just don't have the time to preach through Ezekiel or Isaiah or Jeremiah, these super long books, we're able right. to day after day work away, you know, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? And so we do. Okay. That's yeah. great. Now, outside of this, Dave, you know, when you're, I met you outside of, you know, your realm and, and at events and stuff like that. 
Uh, how do you uh, how do you come across that and you share people that ministry that you have? You know, Bob, one of the things that I developed was a simple little business card, a beautiful, beautiful waterfall on the front. Um, mm -hmm. And so I give these out like candy when I'm checking out of the store and such. And I said, hey, just wanted to brighten your day here. And they all say, oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. And then they start to turn the card over. And I said, and, and right there, Word online, if you're interested, you can go there and learn more. But the, also, there's a freebie I want to give everybody, and that is the top of that card. It says greatestminimovies.com. Oh, Bob, I want everyone to go there. Greatestminimovies.com, all one word, greatestminimovies.com. It is a treasure trove of evangelistic outreach videos, short little videos. They are powerful. So, you know, once in the past, I've certainly given out lots of gospel tracts, but I thought this is a far more effective way because we can cover so many other topics, such as a person says, well, I, I don't even believe in the Bible. Hey, we got a video for that. I'm an atheist. I, I believe in evolution. Uh, and we've got uh, uh, so many great videos that deal with these tough topics that people bring up. So yes, encourage people to go to greatestminimovies.com, not only for your own benefit, but to pass it on to other people. That's great, Dave. So obviously that's a, a conversation starter, these cards that you have, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, uh, in the ministry, in what you're doing, uh, you know, you got a lot of people kind of broken, I would assume, are coming into this, you know, there's issues that they have and so on and so forth. So how do you encourage people facing some of these challenges? And we've had a lot of them over this last number of years, as you well know. So. I've got a couple people that are close to me within the group right now that are struggling with ca cancer and just called up mm. one of my friends, Dame, earlier today. And so I, I, I see myself as, as a coach, as a friend. Um, I, I get involved as best I can in people's lives. I seek to respond daily to a handful of people when they respond, uh, put their comments on the blog. I'll reply to them as well as the other people do as well. So we seek to make it a family where we care about. And, and it's so neat, Bob. There are people that I've never met before that are my friends in other states that are a part of this ministry. And, and I've heard the same thing from many different people. It's like, they're my friend. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful thing. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's great to be equally yoked that, you know, you don't have to be talking in code. You know exactly what the heck, you know, you're trying yeah. to accomplish, what you're doing especially when you have the greatest book that was ever written, the greatest word that was ever written, uh, you know, that you have in front of you. These are God-breathed words. So, uh, but I will share, like I said before, some of it does need interpretation. It needs what you give them, okay? You. How you can help them through that because, you know, I, I got to tell you, you're familiar with the version Bible version. It's now the largest Bible, uh, Bible app in the world now. It's almost right. a billion people on this thing. And I'm certainly in that on a daily basis and so on and so forth. But I have to tell you, there's there's spots in there I said, boy, I wish I had, you know, and I do have Bible and I have interpreted Bibles that I'll get into, but I don't carry that around with me everywhere. So, you know, that thing. Right. The thing that astonishes me, though, and I don't know if you ever looked in there or you know about the app, but <laughs> it astonishes me how many versions of the Bible there are. I was like, how, how confusing is that? <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a wonderful thing, the age that we live in, where we have access to so much information. And sometimes it can be 
information overload. So try yep. and boil it down, keep it simple, explain things yep. in a simple way. And, and most importantly, always uh, draw a straight line, even from the, especially in the Old Testament, always draw a straight right. line to Jesus yep. and the New Testament. How does this Old Testament passage point to Christ or point to how we should be living these days as Christians? Yeah. Exactly. And that's the big interpretive, right? Because a lot of people push back, well, we're not living in those kind of times anymore, you know, and, and, and rightfully so, because there's a lot of violence back then, you know, there's a lot, and there's also contradictions in the Bible. So you sit there and go, I need somebody who knows what they're doing to interpret some of this stuff. And the yep. pastors are overwhelmed. Yep. They don't have enough time. And then you get into Bible studies and yeah, there's guys and guys and gals are well-meaning, but again, they're going on their interpretation stuff. Right. Um, right. As we all are, as mortal men, you know, we don't we don't know definitively, you know, what all of this uh, behind it. But somebody like yourself that has got the degrees in it, you've studied it, you really lived it. Uh, I got believe that's a tremendous help to people, and also it brings some peace around this, you know, because people struggle with this thing, right? Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Bob. Yeah. So, um, well, let me ask you a question here. Uh, as you're going through this. Dave, what kind of things have you found that have popped out the most, uh, you know, with how people reacted, you know, on a, on a pretty general basis? I think, unfortunately, Bob, there are a number of Christians that aren't very interested, sad to say, in studying the Bible. As I said, you know, sometimes people will yep. say, well, I, I've got my verse of the day on my, my phone. Right. Um, and what I find is, is the biggest excuse people give is, oh, I'm so busy. And I, <laughs> to that, I, wouldn't you love to see how much time they spend watching TV? <laughs> I, by the way, Dave, I got I to give you something that was given to me as a gift about uh, six months ago. Uh, do you know what the acronym of busy stands for? No, I don't. I like acronyms. What is it? Okay. Being under Satan's yoke. Ow. Ooh, that's yeah. a good one. Um, the opposite of that is being under the Savior's yoke. <laughs> I like that. Yes. Yeah. 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 Those are very profound. Those hit me, you know, and when I went through it. So uh, I've been sharing that with other people because I get that all. The, oh, yeah, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. Well, now you got a little something to come back with, man. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, Bob, what we give is a kind challenge to people. And by the way, that the best way to help anyone grow, including ourselves, is to join a team that challenges and encourages you. Yes. If you want to improve yes. in any area of life, join Samurai, for example. Yep, exactly. <laughs> join a yep. team that will challenge you and encourage you. So we challenge people with this motto, I will not sleep until I reap from God's word. No scripture, uh -huh. no sleep. I will not sleep until I reap from God's word. It's the most important thing we're called to do. Seek first the kingdom of God, top priority. My day is not done until I've spent time in God's word. I've seen my yeah. wife roll out of bed. It's like, what, what are you getting in, out of bed? You just got in bed. A few, she goes, I realized I had not spent time in God's word. Now that's a warrior my, mindset. There you that go. Person that's on mission to say uh, the, the mission is priority one, not my sleep. It's accomplishing. Yep. Isn't that the mindset of Navy SEALs and, and all these uh, strong you bet. soldiers. It's, yeah. my, my life is secondary. It's accomplishing the mission. Oh, that we'd have more people, more yeah. Christians that were okay. So real quick here. I don't want to run out of time, Dave. The two things I told you, what well, words of wisdom would you give into your younger self? Oh, I would say get focused on mentoring 
uh, exclusively earlier in life. Now, part of the problem with that was that the internet that didn't exist, you know, 40 years ago when I was starting in ministry, but uh, okay. the sooner that I could get into that, the better. Okay. So what's cool, funny, and interesting about you real quick. Oh, I love to laugh. Uh, okay. I'll tell you a funny story. Uh, the, the, Quickly. I was, with, I was with a pastor years ago that uh, had run marathons, a couple of them before, but he had put on a lot of weight. He was going to he was going to lose that weight and, and run a marathon. And I said, well, my knees are shot, but I'll, I'll give it a shot with you. Well, he, even though he signed up, he, he dropped out. He, he decided not to go for it, but I wanted to keep my commitment. Bob, my knees okay. were really bad to this day. I took my Nordic track and I set it right uh, along 31st street where the runners ran by in Chicago marathon uh, in front of IIT, and at eight o'clock when the, the marathon started, I started, and just under four hours later, with I, I finished the marathon. Okay, <laughs> the, the, the that's distance. great. Hey, <laughs> folks, we want to stay tuned now. We're going into our last segment, and that's where Dave and I are going to chew on a mystery subject. So we're not going to tell you what it is. You got to come back and catch what that mystery subject is. We'll be right back with my guest, Dave Garrett. Three. Hey, we're back here with my guest, Dave Garrett of online, uh, uh, the word dot online. I want to make sure you get that straight, the word dot online. And I told you a mystery subject. And because of kind of what we're coming into, some storm clouds as far as the, the economy and some other things, uh, there's a direct correlation to some of these challenges we're going to go through and what the Bible has to say about it. So I couldn't think of anybody better to chew on that with, but uh, Dave, because he's got the program and obviously people are, you know, balled up, but Dave, uh, you just shares with me something about something interesting you saw about the average debt now, or people that were making a hundred thousand dollars and what's going on oh, with that. Bob, it's shocking. I'm sorry. I can't re remember the exact percentage, but I think it was close to, uh, I won't say a huge number of people that make over a hundred thousand dollars a year are living paycheck to paycheck. Yep. Yep. So there's a couple of money's all the way is addressed all the way through the Bible. You know, I mean, I don't yes. know exactly how many times it's talked about, but it's talked about a lot. Right. Yes. And so when uh, when you are in this kind of thing, other than obviously the go to for me is going to be prayer. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's that's an obvious thing, you know, asking for provision, asking for guidance and those kind of things. But we got a couple of yes. references in there. You know, like you said, don't store up all your grain, uh, prepare for, you know, uh, you know, the droughts and everything else that we see all the way through the Bible, uh, you know, the parable of the talons. So share with the audience, because you're pretty learned in not only the theology of that, but also you've been doing some deep understanding of financial markets, too. So how would you kind of express, you know, this in terms of when people come to you with these kind of challenges and particularly being in debt and everything else, what, what kind of things would you reference them to as far as biblical principle and that stuff? Well, we definitely want to come back to understanding first that God owns it all. Yeah. And for a lot of people, Bob, the last thing that gets saved is their pocketbook. <laughs> mm -hmm. They, they want to, be Lord over their finances. And unfortunately for a whole lot of people, it's disastrous. And it goes right back to debt. What is it about us that, boy, you, person gets a raise and that just causes them to go out and spend even more. So mm -hmm. the solution for someone that is in debt is not simply to make more money. 
they will just raise their standard of living as their raises come in. They've mm-hmm. got to bring things under control to say, wait a minute, God owns it all. I don't believe uh, under the new covenant that we're required to tithe, but as many pastors would say, that's probably a good place to start. You you need to allocate some percentage that you will say, this is God's right off the top. I want to give to him. Right. And I know Pastor Mark, he has preached for many years, the 10, 10, 80 principle, 10% right off the top goes to God, 10% towards savings and 80% you live on it. Of course, we know people that have done very well financially, and they've increased their 10% giving to more and more. Right. Each year. They yep. can ratchet it up. And that's that's a wonderful thing, a very important thing to, to give. Uh, but we, we need to learn all we can. And fortunately, there's great things like Financial Peace University, Dave Ramsey. There's so yep. many good books and resources out there. Bob, what is it about us that... A lot of people, when they have a problem, they don't research it. They, they complain about their problem. Maybe they complain to God about their problem, but they don't learn. They, they don't do the due diligence to figure out what they could actually do to improve things. So I want to encourage people to, uh, to learn all you can about finances, mm-hmm. growing, growing your income. Yep. Yeah, well said. Um, you know, one of the lessons I thought it was kind of pointing to, to what your point is, is uh, the, the um, parable of the talons. Why, why don't you share your thoughts on that as to an illustration of, of what we're talking about? Right. As listeners probably remember, uh, the, the landowner, the, the, the wealthy individual, God in this story, gives talents. Back then, uh, a talent was a weight equal around 70, 75 pounds. Imagine being given five, two, ten, whatever amount, a huge amount of money to manage. And says, you know, master, you you gave me five and I've doubled it. And we're not told how long it took him to do that. Right. Right. (laughs) Out of it was a year to, to double that, but he's doubled it over whatever amount of time. And the other basically did the same. But the third, as you know, Bob, he hit it in the ground, he buried it, and his reasoning. Ah, Master, I knew that you were a hard man. Oh, he just revealed a whole lot about what he thought about God. When people have a negative view of God, they will do negative, foolish things. And God is our loving father and wants us to succeed in finances. But we'll reap according to what we sowed. And this man sowed nothing and reaped disaster. And so how important it is to say, Lord, I, I, I want to be under your lordship. I want my finances to come under your lordship. I look at God in, in one of the ways I view God is he's my senior partner. Yep. What That's great. Fool, That's a great analogy. It would be a fool that would rip off his senior partner. That is the one that gives him all the wisdom and helps him. You know, God is the one that gives us the ability to make wealth. It says in Deuteronomy eight, let's yep. be honoring to our senior partner. Yep. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. Um, you, you touched on something earlier, too, about uh, tithing. Um, and what struck me about that was when you told me about your wife, how she had to get out of bed because she didn't get, you know, and I, that's what hit me. All of a sudden, it's kind of like tithing. You know, am I given, what percentage of my day am I given to the Lord, you know? Mm-hmm. And and how do you approach that, you know? So uh, I thought that was really neat that all of a sudden she struck her that, oh, my gosh, you know, I haven't, 
uh, for a number of years, I've had uh, was a real gift given to me. I never even knew about was the word of the year. You know, you pick a word, and then what is that going to mean? How you manifest that, and so on and so forth. So, uh, wow. last year my word was gratitude, and buddy, I'll tell you, it couldn't have been a better word for me uh, because of everything I went through with some of the health challenges and a few other things. And I was just so blessed and so grateful. This year I've chosen value. Now it kind of correlates to money, right? Because value yes. is ROI or whatever you might want to call it. But my thing is every morning, you know, I'm sitting there going, okay, God, it's up to you and me. What kind of value do you want me to deliver to somebody I meet today? And then before wow. I lay my head on the bed, I'm going through my mind. Well, what value did I contribute to anybody today? And that value is a pretty stretchy word, right? But I also it can be uh, supporting somebody or giving back or whatever the case might be. And to use something you said earlier, you know, there's this inherent kind of a thing that goes on amongst Christians that money's bad. You know, it's bad to make money or have wealth or any of that kind of stuff. And it's talked about repeatedly that it's not as long as it's stewarded properly. Right. That's right. And yep. for, for my way of thinking and what this means about is the more we can build up Christian businesses and the more that we can help people understand that there's an obligation as you gain wealth and understanding is to give back for, to the kingdom. Right. And support the kingdom. Yes. So. Yes. If there's any people that should do well financially, it should be Christians because they are the ones who will give to advance God's kingdom. The world won't. The world will give to good worldly causes, but Christians are the ones that give to good godly Christian causes. Yeah. And uh, and there's a lot of cause out there and a lot of things that, that people can uh, obviously uh, give to, you know, mm -hmm. and and uh, I have a number of those that I, I believe in and I and I donate to because uh, obviously charity is something that you got to feel right. I mean, it's got to be something that you you're emotionally attached to. And one of the things that uh, in, in the uh, business um, partnership that I created back in March is is a company that actually goes out and does uh, handwritten letters and cards for charitable and donational giving. And it's amazing the results they get. You know, and it's building up those those organizations that really need that. Uh, but it's the way that you do that. How do you attach an emotion to, you know, something that they're getting bombarded with? I know I'm getting bombarded with, you know, donations all the time. So I can't yeah. believe we're out of time already, folks. Come back next week. We're going to uh, have another guest here. But get out there and check out faithmarketplace.com. Uh, we have lots of resources out there and all the shows for uh, almost a decade. Uh, and this one will also be posted out there. So we'll be uh, back here next week.